everybody welcome back to fantasy fan line the fantasy football call-in show putting you on the air with industry experts each and every week i'm your host greg scalera here with my co-host sanchi value it is saturday christmas eve merry christmas sanch wait a minute Merry christmas greg you say Almost. it's thursday it's thursday what are we doing on the air it's thursday night oh Prime shut time. it down <laughs> shut Prime it down i'm fan line what yeah this? guys this is the the first ever thursday night special edition uh of fantasy fan line we are doing this because obviously there are holidays this weekend and uh we will get throttled by our families if we spend christmas eve doing a fancy football call-in show so here we are tonight and uh i kind of like it because we have a game kicking off in about an hour and 14 minutes jets jaguars so uh we can't Playoff usually help implications Believe oh, yeah. Crazy yeah believe it or not. It. And we can't usually help the people who have questions about Thursday night games on our show. So this is kind of nice doing this before kickoff for uh, for prime time. Uh, you guys can let us know as listeners. What do you think of this time slot? Do you like it better? Do you like it worse? Should we consider doing Thursday nights moving forward? I don't know. We'll see how the night goes. Um, it's definitely it's different for me already. Like it's dark out. I went to work today. I don't usually go to work before the game. I got my COVID booster yesterday, so today's going to be my my flu game. Sanj, I hope you're on your on your act today. I already had my flu game. I'm ready to rock, baby. It's the, the semifinals. It's the playoffs. Uh, I'm gonna crack a cold one to celebrate. Let's rock. Well, everyone's in the house tonight. We got Joey Ruizzi. Let's go. What's up, Joey? Thanks for joining us. He's dropping some footballs in the comments section of YouTube. <sighs> Albert Merrickin, old reliable, old faithful. Good evening. Good evening, Albert. Welcome back to the show, man. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in every week. Uh, for those of you who are joining us for the first time, we are a uh, call-in fantasy football show. I'm going to put the number up on the screen here. That is 618-FANLINE. Uh, oh, I forgot my camera's mirrored, but I, I think I'm pointing to it. 618-FANLINE. Anytime during the show, you can pick up your phone, give us a call, ask some questions live on the air. We'll be happy to help you with your start-sit questions, dynasty trade, Anything you need, pretty much. Um, we know everything is is must win at this point in the season. We are in round two of the playoffs. Uh, some of you are still in. Some of you are out and listening anyway. To those of you, you know, thanks for sticking it out with us. We're sorry we couldn't help you through, but but we hope that you're in at least a couple. Sanchi said you're in five still, five semis. Hearts are still beating, baby. It's not a bad hit rate, man. Uh, you're only in forty leagues, right? <laughs> Eleven. Uh, doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. So we feature expert guests from the fantasy football industry every week for you guys to call in and ask questions about your teams. We got a great one today that I'm going to bring in in just a few minutes. Um, like I said, 618 line will be live for the next hour, or you can leave a comment wherever you're watching. We're streaming live right now on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, so if you write to us wherever you're watching, make sure you subscribe there and drop us a comment and we can take your questions that way. Uh, we have live video shows every week at the regular season of uh, of the NFL and and I guess the through the end of playoffs for fantasy football. So that's next week, right? We have one more show after this, I guess. Sad. It's sad. It it's heavy. Um, it's and, usually Saturdays yeah. at 2 p.m. We're thinking about maybe doing a time change. Let us know what you think. Uh, every episode is also available in audio format on your favorite podcast platform, usually the next day. I think I'm going to throw this one up tonight 
just because we're already off schedule. <laughs> Uh, you can follow us on all social platforms at Fantasy Fanline. You can find us individually on Twitter. I am at the Greg Scalera. Sanchez at Sanchi Value. We got a website, fantasyfanline.com. You can find a schedule of our upcoming guests or what's left of them with one more show left. Uh, and a submit a question to our mailbag if you can't join us live, which we have a ton of mailbag questions to get through tonight. So I'm going to speed this along here. Uh, last thing I really have to say. This show is brought to you by our small but ever-growing community of Patreon supporters. Thank you all. We appreciate you so much. You are our executive producers. You make this show possible. Uh, you can join those supporters at patreon.com slash fantasyfanline to become a part of the Fanline Fanatics. Uh, as you know, we're an independent show. We work hard to make industry experts accessible to you every week for personalized advice. And your support helps us cover all the costs. So... Um, really appreciate it. If you can go check that out, pick up some perks for yourself over there. You get live shout outs on the show. Alan Wu, Josh Green, John Lanfranca, our supporters. Thank you guys so much. You can also get priority calling codes, skip to the front of the line and join a listener league so you can kick our butts next year uh, with some other guests of the show. Um, yeah, okay. Should be a good time. Maybe your butt, I'm on. Definitely, definitely my butt. Uh, and, and before I bring in our guest here, I see that we have one of our, speaking of which, one of our Patreon supporters writing in, uh, I can help with the DFS podcast during playoffs. Josh, we might actually take you up on that because you've been uh, playing lights out fantasy football all season. You beat me in a couple of bets. You didn't get one over on Saunch. I do want to just quickly bring up um, a mailbag question that we got from Josh. It was a three-part question, and uh, I think I know why he's asking it. I'm just going to throw this up on the screen here before we bring in our guest because this deserves to get some airtime. Uh, Josh in Texas, how do you eliminate your league commissioner from the first round of the playoffs while you're on a bye? Well, Josh, hypothetically speaking, let's say your name is Josh Green and you were in a work league with uh, a very handsome uh, commissioner who hosts a fantasy football call-in show every Saturday uh, named Greg, hypothetically speaking. I think what you would want to do is put together a trade package involving Christian Watson to get back C.D. Lamb and then make sure C.D. Lamb scores just enough more points than Watson uh, that he would have won his match if he didn't do the freaking trade that cost him uh, the playoff contendership. So, Josh, congratulations to you for um, inadvertently knocking me out of the playoffs. And he's got a couple of more snarky follow-up questions, just rubbing in the fact that it was a Packers player that caused my demise, because of course it is. The mission statement on the Green Bay Packers website, you can go look at this. That organization exists to bring pain and suffering to Greg Scalera specifically. Um that is that is that is what makes their organization money. When I need them to be good, they're bad. When I need them to be bad, they're good. They just knock me out of the playoffs. They crush my Chicago Bears. So the Packers have never brought me an ounce of joy. Josh, you deserve the victory lap on this one, man. You won that trade. I'm out of the playoffs in our work league. You got the first round by going strong. I'm rooting for you. I hope you pull it off. And just to show that there's no uh, ill will, I would like to shout out our Patreon supporter, Josh's book. He just wrote a book and got it published and it's on Amazon. It's a kid's illustration book. It's really cool. Uh, it's called Brave, Beautiful and Smart. And I'm going to read the description here because I think it's, it's just awesome. Uh, it's a collection of poetic and positive affirmations about self-love. The book not only aims to spark and reinforce the conversation of young ones accepting themselves, but it also seeks to empower young multiracial girls to celebrate who they are. How can I even be mad at this guy? And it's just such a wholesome, beautiful book. Um, I look forward to reading it. It's on Amazon.com. Brave, beautiful, and smart. Josh Green, our Patreon supporter for a long time. Dude, we appreciate you even when you're busting my balls. Uh, thanks for thanks for being with us every week. Um, Sanch, anything you want to add before I bring in our guest here? 
That's freaking awesome about the book, man. I'll have to go check that out myself. One thing I'm going to add is... Uh, it, it's at about my reading level, I think. Yeah, mine too. Uh, I can only read like waiver wires at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't even know what I'm drinking right now. Can't read the label. Um, now nah, let's rock. Let's bring, in, uh, let's bring okay. in one of the best. Dude, welcome back to the show. Spencer the Guru. Uh, this is like yo, your yo, third yo. appearance on our show, I want to say. He is at Spencer the Guru on Instagram. And he has assembled the self-described most lit fantasy football community on IG. I can vouch for that. His page is fire. Uh, Spencer. Guru Nation. Guru Nation, baby. <laughs> yes, sir. Welcome back. Why don't you tell our listeners uh, what you do and where to find you? For sure. Yeah, I'm really glad to be back, fellas. You know, all overdue. We're uh, ready to rock here on the fan line. I appreciate y'all having me. And uh, yeah, y'all can find me at Spencer the Guru on all platforms. You know, we do fantasy content working in betting content to mainly got that over on a uh, bet.nola.com. We are, we're on a TikTok now, you know, we got the uh, Facebook, Twitter, but TikTok's where we're really trying to grow our, grow our audience since we're a fairly new brand. We're trying to grow it on the, you know, the, the trendy platform. So, uh, so yeah, y'all can check us out on over there, bet.nola.com, TikTok for betting and then for fantasy advice. Instagram's my go-to, y'all. That's Spencer the Guru on Instagram. That's where we're the most lit. So y'all go check that out. Easily the most lit. Super interactive. Um, anyone who needs anything can get an answer from Spencer the Guru on Instagram. He's one of our favorite followers. I know Sanch was following him for a long time before we ever even had him on this show. So, uh, dude, it is an honor and a pleasure to have you back on. Let's have some fun. Yes, sir. So I'm gonna throw some about- at the oh, not to cut you off, but he's at no, the no, Super please. Dome at the Superdome at the game going live answering uh sitter star questions so that's yeah. not dedication i don't know what is <laughs> before that. every kickoff you know usually about 30 minutes before kickoff and they're warming up out there and stuff uh go live and get those last minute starts it's answered <laughs> all right gents okay. let's hit some mailbag questions that came in through fantasyfanline.com uh spencer i know this is your first time seeing them so i'm going to kick it over to Saunch first harold in florida wants to know Start Latavius Murray or Travis Etienne this week in PPR. Murray looked good last week. That is a great observation. He did look good. Like, like all of a sudden, like he looked terrible. Most of the, like his, his, he was a volume play. I feel like most of the year as a starter. Um, but all of a sudden, like last week, he's breaking off big runs. He's getting into the end zone. He's like in, like in uh, Dragon Ball when they take off the armored clothing and all of a sudden they're like fighting at full power. Like he looked young and explosive again and uh was it a fluke was it a product of a good matchup he had the cardinals last week um he's got the who's he got this week the rams they are not the cardinals so uh, yeah they have uh the rams are not the cardinals as (laughs) they they are show themselves they're they're kind of broken but they still have a you know a pretty good pretty good rush d um i think it's personally a fluke i am not going into my semifinal matchup and plugging in latavius murray I'm going to go with ETN. I know it's a low over under. It's crappy weather, but Lawrence has been hot. Uh, should see checkdowns, have a nice floor in PPR, and hopefully he finds the end zone. I I, I have to, I have to play Travis ETN. I, I can't play Latavius Murray over him. It's pretty You're not buying too. Super Saiyan Latavius Murray leveling uh, up last week? 32 years old, Latavius Murray. I'm he just needed a few weeks to warm up, man. Um, I, I will say this. I, I think I am with you, but the Rams defense did give up 40 combined points to the Green Bay running backs last week. Uh, Latavius Murray is not as talented as they are, but just worth not mentioning. even close. Yeah, it's, it's right. not like it's not like a defense that you are uh, going out of your way to avoid. 
obviously Travis Etienne, the more talented running back, getting workhorse volume. Um, With a rough matchup. The Jets matchup is rough. I I want Spencer to weigh in on this because I feel like there's been a really obvious shift in the Jaguars offense. It it feels like it runs through Trevor Lawrence over the second half of the season. Um, Like there's been a noticeable shift towards the passing game that I think is really hurting Etienne's production. Like he's still getting a ton of opportunities, but it's just like at, what kind of value do they have? Like his opportunity share inside the red zone has absolutely plummeted since week 10, which really coincided with his fall from fantasy grace after a few really big weeks where he was second in the league and running back uh, red zone carries. So I'm, I'm just going to read a couple numbers before I ask Spence to, uh, to set us straight here week seven to nine, when he was lighting the league on fire, 17 carries inside the red zone over the course of three games, weeks 10 to 15 since then, only 11 carries in almost twice as many games. So it seems like a really intentional change in game plan for the Jaguars, and it seems like it's working for them. Uh, Spencer, are you feeling brave enough to start ETN this week? I am, because I think they're going to be forced to have to go back to more like running him more tonight because of the weather out there. It's going to be rainy and windy expected. It's going to be, I know Salchi's up there in the Northeast. It's getting nasty up there, huh, bro? It's gross. It's getting rough. Yeah, no, you're up north too, Greg, in Chicago. So I mean, like, yeah, it's uh, it's bad yeah. out there, y'all. So I would go you with think, the Spence. I'm the Greg only Bears fan in New Jersey. We live five minutes. We live. Five oh, you're northeast too. Other. Okay, 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 cool. So yeah, y'all got the inside scoop then on uh, on the on the Jets guys weather forecast that's in uh in New Jersey. So I would say, to me, go with the running back here, Etn. Well, Murray's a running back too, but. Uh, just I don't trust him like Sancho saying. I just don't trust him. You know, Russell be back. He did really well last week, but I was with uh Rippin, Ripin, however he says his name, not with Russ. <laughs> we, we were trying so, to figure yeah. that out too last week. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how he said Ripian, Ripian, Rip. I don't know, whatever. He ain't starting this week. So the point to me is that they're gonna probably want to throw more with Russ, you know, let Russ cook. He's the guy they invested all the money in. So I'm gonna say ETN because of the I mean, not necessarily the matchup, but because of the game script. I think it's going to be a run-heavy game script. Nobody at this point still thinks Russ can cook, right? We all know he's a bad <laughs> chef by this point. Like the cats <laughs> you're, you're, the your best ball team. Uh, yeah, your best. Ball <laughs> all team. right, listen, we, we don't <laughs> need to. <laughs> we don't need to bring that up. He the only when, he was the only though. healthy player left on my best ball team. <laughs> when, Ju- when Judy had those three touchdowns, Russ was cooking. Yeah, hope, well, he brings that yeah, again. that's the only game he cooked. And yeah, that's the <laughs> thing. And that's why I say that, because he did cook that game. So I think they're going to want to try to have him cook here down the stretch. They're going to want him to be throwing and stuff. So that's confidence why I'm, boost. Something. Exactly. Yeah. Confidence boost. Get some momentum going in the next season because they're stuck with him for next season. I, know, I think he's more of a TV dinner guy at this point in his career. <laughs> but um, I, I will say that if it were standard or, or half PPR, I think I would actually lean Murray in this case, which is crazy. But uh, this question is coming in for full PPR. So I'm going to go ETN uh, just because I feel like he's got a, a better floor. Murray could, could just disappear off the face of the planet exactly. in, in the wrong game, the wrong game script. Uh, ETN needs to be involved over there. I, I don't think he's going to necessarily have a boom game. I keep wanting to say this week it's tonight. It's in like an hour. Um, so oh, if yeah. you're listening to this, uh, Harold in Florida, and I hope that you are, go ahead and roll out ETN and uh, don't think he's going to kill you. And, you know, he could break one off, take it to the house. 19 carries for 103 yards against a pretty stingy Cowboys defense, averaging over five yards a carry. He got you, what, 14 and change in PPR. I mean, 
against a good defense, you'll take that for an RB2. Obviously, you want more. If he could repeat 14, 15 tonight, you're happy with ETN. Sure. Albert, chime in off YouTube. Guru Nation. Yeah. Yes, sir. Guru we already Nation. Know it. We already is know on it. the fan line tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Tommy Donuts, where are the Santa hats? Why didn't we talk about it? We should have worn Santa hats. We should have. There needs to be like a StreamYard filter, you know, like where it recognizes our faces and just puts like an artificial yeah. Santa hat. Yeah. Maybe we'll do uh maybe we'll dress up as baby new year next next week or something. I'm I'm not gonna do that, but I'm gonna tell you that we're both doing it so that you show up and you're the only person who does it. Uh a more legit question from Tommy. Dion Jackson Jackson or Zonovan Knight this week. Okay. Yeah, Dion Jackson Monday night, right? Monday night. I think the Chargers. so. They have the Chargers. The Chargers, yep. And they'll give up give up a lot on the ground. Chargers. Yep. I think I'm going to go Deion Jackson. I think I just like that matchup better on Monday night. Um, I mean, Detroit's really good against the run. So that's why Zonovan Knight had a, had a rough game last week after having like three, three straight good games. This is really close donuts. Um, it's the semifinals. These are two guys. I don't feel great about starting in the semifinals, but I know how it gets and I know you have to make a decision. Um, yeah, I think I think I'm gonna lean Deion Jackson because when Murray was out, I mean, uh, when uh, what's his name, Jonathan Taylor was out, Deion Jackson played pretty well, and I, I do like that Chargers matchup on the ground. And it's not, it's not, you know, didn't they make a QB change in Indy? Yes, you know Nick, Nick Foles. Foles. Nick Foles. Yeah. So he will be receiving more touches, uh, presumably more carries out of the backfield, but at what cost? What what is that <laughs> offense gonna look like? I, I think really they're upgraded. I think they're upgraded with Nick Foles over the shell of Matt Ryan. Who, speaking of that, the biggest comeback in NFL history. <laughs> what was that? The whole the so, whole weekend of football, we man. Were, we were on the air last week, looking at that game playing out Saturday afternoon, and we were like, "Wow, Colts are coming away with the W!" And literally, as soon as we hang up, the pendulum swings as hard as possible the other way. And I was like talking about it to my wife later. I was like, biggest comeback in the history of the NFL. And she thought I was being like hyperbolic. I was like, no, literally, really like in a hundred years of, of NFL football, it was the biggest comeback. Um, crazy stuff. I, I think that I would lean Zonovan Knight in this case. Uh, but Spencer, I'm going to let you break the tie here. Okay. Yeah. I think in, man, I think in the, uh, the regular PPR joint, I'd almost be tempted to say Jackson. But mm -hmm. I'm going to lean Knight because at least with Knight, we know he's going to be the workhorse in what should be a fairly run-heavy game script. Dion, we don't know if it's going to be more him or more Zach Moss, so I'm going to lean Zonovan. That's that's my thing. Is I'm not really like looking for a, a, a nitro button out of either of these guys. I'm not like looking for a high upside dart throw. I want the one with less question marks. And I yeah, think the this floor, week, yeah, Zonovan's yeah. got more floor, I feel like. I mean, he, he didn't last week, but, you know. He has a um, tough matchup. Yeah, Detroit's yeah. gotten really stingy up front, so, yeah. You better you rely go. on those rushing guards, I think, because I don't think a lot of touchdowns are going to be scored tonight. I, like, I'm all in on the low scoring. I'm, I'm in on the under tonight. I think yeah. it's going to be an ugly, low-scoring defensive game. Um, better that's why, I, that's why I Russell Jackson. Wilson or Aisha Curry? Do you guys know who Aisha Curry is? I don't. Is she, like, a famous that's, bad chef? I think, isn't that, like, Steph Curry's wife? I have no idea. <laughs> This is a well, fancy she, football show. We don't talk I mean, Steph Curry on this show. I mean, she has curry in her name. That's like a spice. I'm assuming oh. she would be the better cook. So surely 
Um, Probably is you know, chef. Yeah. They call him Chef Curry, so I yeah, guess his uh, wife can cook. I don't. Know. The real <laughs> question are... is: better quarterback, Russell Wilson or Isha Curry? I think it's a toss-up at this point yeah, in both of their that's careers. That's close too. That's close. Pick two in full PPR from Albert uh, Travis Etienne, James Connor, Najee Harris. Connor's been well, hot, but now they have uh, Trace yeah, McSorley. Yeah, going yeah, against Tampa. I don't like that. I'm gonna go Etienne and Najee. As am I in full PPR. Um, yeah, I, th- I think that's uh, unanimous. ETN the car- Cardinal situation right now, the quarterback is the backup to the backup, I believe. I, yeah, I, third I don't think... string. And uh, McSorley is not Brock Purdy, y'all. He... <laughs> <laughs> no, they can't all be Brock Purdy. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, even if Colt McCoy makes it back, I don't think that changes my outlook at all for that offense this week, right? Um, especially in full PPR, I, I think it's easily ETN and Najee. Uh, Josh Green writing in best draft Kings captain tonight, ETN or Ingram or a defense seems most likely cost per player. Shouldn't matter in a bad weather game. Um, Spence, I don't know how much of a DFS guy you are. Sanch, I know partakes religiously. Pretty. I play it here and there. I'm not as into it as you think. I'm because I'm in so many freaking season long leagues, but Mm. I can get down with it. I check the prices each week and stuff. And, for my, if I had to pick a captain tonight, I'd say I don't think I'd make Ingram my captain because the Jets are pretty good against tight ends. I think he's a starter, startable for sure. I think he'll have a decent game. But for the captain, I'd say if you're feeling more of a Jags kind of game, I'd go ETN. But if you're feeling more of the Jets, then go with the Jets defense. Sanch? <sighs> yeah, Spencer makes a lot of good points. Um, why not Lawrence? Is. Why not Riot stay in the flames? I know the Jets have a good defense, but maybe Lawrence. I think it's going to be low scoring, but if Lawrence could throw a couple touchdowns, he might be worthy of an MVP spot. Um, I, I assume he asked about the players he asked about just because of the weather. I got you. Out of all these, um, we're going to bank on. We're going to keep. We're going to hope for the big ETN game. I'm going to say ETN. Uh, I just ho- hoping he can find the end zone. I think his floor is good, but. Hopefully we can get closer to a little bit of that ceiling in the in the bad yeah. weather game. Yeah, he's definitely got more upside than a defense. Because I don't think I mean Lawrence might turn it over once or twice. But I don't see him like he's in, been in enough of a rhythm. I don't see him having like a disastrous outing. What about either. Jaguars defense? Uh, maybe Zach Wilson yeah, can have a disastrous outing. Yeah, that's that's, true. that's, that's true. more possible. That's, That's true. This possible. Jags defense lately, though, has not been very good. I don't think I could trust them. They've been giving up a lot of points lately. Uh, they have, but they've also been making some big plays. I'm looking at the last two weeks against the Titans and the Cowboys. Um, three fumble recoveries against the Titans. Three picks over the last two games. A touchdown. Seven combined sacks. 12 fantasy points each of the last two weeks. So, I don't know, man. Yeah, well, Maybe since we're check. divided on the defenses, just go ETN, bro. Just go ETN, I'd say. <laughs> That's yeah, a sick the, bet. the skill guy. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would if I'm if I'm looking for a kind of a high-variance play, I'm probably looking at the Jaguars defense. But if it's head-to-head, like, safe bet, Travis ETN. And while we have Evan Ingram up, not to get off topic, I'm going to give away a free gambling play. You can Shoot. find Evan... Evan Ingram over 38 and a half receiving yards tonight. I think you should smash it. I did. There you go. If it wasn't raining, I would be hammering Captain Zay Jones in that last question because that guy's a world beater all of a sudden. Um, Joey Ruiz, Noah Fant or Dawson Knox? Hmm. Uh, Give me Knox. I mean, I know the weather's going to be horrendous, but I just... 
I don't is know, there, man. Is there a state this weekend where the weather's not going to suck? Yeah, this is like the worst weather week ever. Anyone, pl- anyone playing in California? Yeah, uh, yeah the Niners. Yeah, and then the Colts Chargers game. Yeah, so there's a few. But uh, I guess I, I think I'd go Knox because uh, I feel like Fant definitely has the higher ceiling here. But Knox, I feel like lately has been offering a, a more stable floor because Allen seems to be targeting him pretty consistently especially near the red zone Gabe Davis hadn't popped Isaiah McKenzie's not really a thing so I feel like Knox is like he's almost like their number two option and they should still yeah. throw enough like this is really tough I'd almost be tempted to say Fant but it depends on what you're looking for man if you want to try to have more upside that's going to be a more high scoring game but if you want to if you're going for like the safer four like try to get a touchdown like Knox definitely has a better chance to score a yeah. touchdown Dawson yeah, Knox over the last two games combined, 15 targets, 10 catches, a touchdown in each game, 98 yards, 41 yeah. yards. I mean, he's he's appears to it's be a lot of looks for this. It is a lot of looks for, from Josh Fant, Allen. Fans just like one week he'll go off to you know, he'll be a ghost the next week. I don't like that. If I want, I'd rather Knox. Knox yeah, could be I, a ghost too, but I think I would take the the chance on him over fan all day, especially that he's been hot the last two, two weeks and he scored in each game. I, I'm all about staying in the flames and uh, in the big playoff matchup, you got to go Dawson Knox over Noah fan. I think. Yeah. Give me, give me uh, yeah. any, honestly, any bills player this week against a, a bears defense that they're sadly going to destroy. Um, it's, it's unanimous. It's Knox for me as well. Good luck, Joey. Dominic in Kansas. I feel like I can't bench McKinnon right now. Jarek league winner McKinnon in my PPR league, but I'd have to flex him over Michael Pittman, Alvin Kamara, or Devontae Smith. What would you do, Sanch? No, I love Jarek McKinnon, man. I called the touchdown two weeks ago or three weeks ago. He's been (laughs) been red hot. Um, I honestly think it's a Pacheco week. But uh, oh, that's, for, okay. that's a whole other discussion. I, I can I kind of feel it in my bones. Chief Seahawks, um, by the way. I don't think I mentioned that. Yeah, the Seattle is not dangerous against the run. I think it's going to be a big Kelsey week and a big like ground and pound once they get a huge lead. Um, Kamara should have. He's he's been disappointing. Only like twelve points against Atlanta, which should have been a should have been a know, smash. Should have been a monster. But yeah, but Kamara is. Trash right now. I'd flex uh, I'd flex him over Kamara. I'm done with Kamara. I'm there sorry. you go. There finally somebody. I Bad weather. We're both, we both kind of like tiptoeing around it, and it takes it takes some stones to flex McKinnon over Alvin Kamara, and that's I'll why we bring Spen- we bring Spencer in for the stones. He brings the stones, <laughs> the fantasy fan line, and yes. I think I would do it too. I, I'm not I, doing I think, it. I think I'm you can make it. a case for McKinnon over each of these guys which is which yeah, is yeah you're really good because mckinnon's upside so much i just feel like camara doesn't really give you much of a floor you know being in that it's gonna be they talk about that's gonna be the worst of the weather to where like i don't like camara's not used to he's not a dump truck type runner he's not gonna thrive in those conditions i don't think i think it's gonna be more of a Taysom hill game so mm. that's why I'm staying away. He might get 30 carries, though. Like, no Olave, the lowest over-under in, like, maybe history, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, since 2008. Yeah, lowest. That's insane. Yeah, it's pretty that's crazy. Not, not typically like, an, an ingredient that I look for in my fantasy starts and playoffs. Um, I know, but I think he, he just has a nice game script to get a lot of carries and, like, what should be an ugly weather game you can't really pass in. 
Um, I know McKinnon's been red hot, but you guys say McKinnon, I'll be the one guy. I'll say I'm t- I'm gonna play Alvin Kamara over all you- of those guys. I'm sorry. Uh, you're gonna play all those guys over McKinnon is what I meant to ask. No, nah, McKinnon will be number two. Okay. Um, also, be between Pittman and Smith. With both having quarterback changes. Uh, so, Pittman really somehow read. last week managed to catch 10 passes on 14 targets for 60 yards. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like at that point, with Nick Foles coming in, that is his upside. Uh, it, it is a full PPR league, so he's, I mean, he could still see a ton of looks. I don't know that he's going to do anything with them. Um, Devontae Smith would have been the smash start, honestly, out of this group for me if Hertz wasn't out. Um, how do we feel with, with Minshew Mania back at the helm? I think it's all right. I don't really mind it. I think Smith should do okay with, with Minshew Mania. I think he Eagles he Cowboys. A, yeah, because he, he, as far as like a pure passer, it's not that much of a drop off from Jalen Hurts. I mean, as far as a runner, obviously, yeah, Jalen Hurts way better <laughs> athlete. But from I mean, a pure passing standpoint, it's not good. I don't think it's going to kill Devontae Smith or AJ Brown. Yeah, it's it's not going to help him. Um, Hertz has been a, a really great passer this year. A big step forward from last year. He's not, you know, I, I agree that it's not that big of a drop off, but I think that Hertz's decision making and and just ability to buy time out of the pocket and extend plays is going to be missed. But I think it's going to hurt AJ Brown more than it hurts Devontae Smith because I don't I don't think Mitch is going to be able to buy time to to you know open up the deep pass uh, the way that Hertz can. Um, That's fine Kamara, with me. Kamara hasn't topped 13 PPR fantasy points since week eight, which is. Fact, man, Kamara stinks, bro. I'm so <laughs> done with him. Maybe it's his bitter Saints fan in me. But he man, is I'm a good. Saints fan. Three touchdowns this year. They all came in the same yeah, game against the Raiders in week eight. Um, yeah, 42, 43 points. And I know he's been so bad, but we all know he can do it. You know, and, and he's going to do like, it as, as soon as we sit him. As soon as you bench him. That's why I just can't bench him in the playoffs what did he do last year he had six five six touchdowns in the championship week last year yeah yeah i can't live with myself if that's if that happened i mean it's not going to happen this week in that low over under game but i I, I out of this group i think i'm going mckinnon Devontae smith and kamara but it's close for me between kamara and Pittman. i wouldn't really lose sleep sitting either of those guys to be honest i think kamara is going to outplay mckinnon this week and i love mckinnon St- give, me Pittman in the, in, give me Pittman in the climate controlled weather. You know, well, here's my, my big concern with Kamara. And, and I think what's different this year about every year where we start to have concerns and then he bounces back and explodes is that it's not just been the offense not looking good. And it's not just been reduced opportunities because he's always been really efficient. You know, he can get like 12 touches a game and put up, you know, 25 fantasy points. But like his efficiency metrics are starting to slip. And I'm like, is he hitting that wall? And that's not a question I've ever asked about Alvin Kamara before. I've had questions about the efficiency of his team, of his offense, of their ability to support him getting enough red zone touches. Um, will he have any touchdown equity? That's fine. That I, I have learned that he can overcome that, but I'm starting to, it's feeling like he's losing a step. Like some of his, his breakaway metrics, his elusiveness. I'm like, that's, that's new for Kamara. So I, this is the first year where I'm kind of willing to bet against his talent overcoming the situation. Uh, that being said, I'm probably still playing him over Pittman in full PPR. Justin just in New Jersey. I understand. <laughs> I understand. I can't fault you for that. Justin wants to know if he should start DJ Moore or Mike Evans this week. Uh, I'm trying not to decide on name value, but it's hard. It is hard, Justin. Yeah. 
And we, you know, speaking of Mike Evans, it's funny that this question comes back to back. Um, didn't we last week, Sanch hesitate to tell people to start McKinnon over Mike Evans and it backfired? I mean, Evans still had a pretty okay game, but. Um, no, we said I've to start Evans. So was it McKinnon? I thought it was. I could be misremembering. I don't even remember what I had for breakfast today. Um, <laughs> but look, DJ Moore, Mike Evans, uh, Panthers versus the Lions, Bucks versus the Cardinals. Sanch, where are you going on this one? It's a juicy matchup for more, man, but uh, Mike Evans has to get it right eventually. I don't see his game slipping like, you know, you say you, you see Kamara losing a step. I just think Mike Evans. I don't see it with unlucky. Evans either. I think he's just been unlucky. Yeah. I, and like Brady hasn't been what he used to. I mean, why? Arizona, Weird year of chemistry between him and Brady. I think I, I think I'm leaning Mike Evans. It's close, but I'm going Mike Evans Monday night in the mm. dome. Uh, there's no weather problems, and that's a dome too, right? Yeah, they have Sunday night. Are they yeah. in Carolina? Uh, Sunday yeah, there night, could be, Sunday there night could game? be slight Sunday. weather problems in Carolina. That's not the Sunday night. Sunday night game's a uh, Bucks at I think it's Bucks at Cardinals. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's the Sunday. Yeah, the Evans game. Monday. Yeah, yeah, I, I gotta go, Mike Evans. He's gotta find that pay dirt eventually. I said it was gonna be last week. Shame on me. I'm human. I make mistakes. Maybe I was one week off. Um, He's I'm getting keep... a lot of targets. Yeah. Um, hasn't boomed since week four. Plenty of deep targets, but that's kind of the one area the Cardinals secondary isn't terrible at. Uh, ironically, I think he's got a higher floor than DJ Moore. But like, to what end? He's gonna put up at least six or seven points instead of DJ Moore busting with one point. Like, is that going to win you a playoff week? I don't know. Uh, DJ Moore's numbers have been kind of up and down with Darnold. He's got two wide receiver, two finishes out of three games, but the one where he missed, it was one point. So great matchup against a soft secondary, but he plays in a soft passing game. I don't love either of these guys. I'm probably going DJ Moore. Um, Spence. Yeah, I'm game. going. I'm going DJ Moore too. I think that game could has potential to be a low key shootout because neither defense is very good, and I don't think the weather will be that bad in Charlotte to where they should be able to have passing games. And Arizona Bucks game, I know it's in good weather, but you talk about two offenses that are down bad. I mean, the Cardinals with Trace McSorley, and in the Bucks, I mean, the Bucks can't do anything right. The Bucks are pitiful. <laughs> Tom Brady truly looks like a 45 year old man out there. There's an old, just not. There's not an NFL quarterback right now. He looks like a backup. And That's I still crazy. take him over Darnold. I think I'm over. I think Brady with a cane over Darnold, I think. <laughs> it's crazy uh, how abruptly that happens. Um, Saunch, how's the weather on all the islands that you're on today, man, with these takes? That's fine with me. It makes for a good show, right? It we does agree with each other. So screw you, you guys. You know what this makes for a good show is we have our we have our first caller of the night here. Hey, Let's caller, go. you're on Fantasy Fan Line. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Yes, sir. You already know it's Thursday <laughs> night, boys. You have Let's no go. idea how excited I am. It's Joe from Boston, your number one fan. Welcome back, Joe. And up, I Joe? appreciate you guys. I, I wanted to let you know I you guys have been on such a heater for me that I had to go ahead and join the Patreon. Oh, so dude! To you guys up for the holidays. Thank you so much, man. We really appreciate that. Welcome to the Fantasy Fanatics. Yeah, no, no doubt. And I'm not looking for any brownie points, but you guys have been on such a freaking heater for me that I owe you guys. I'm already in the semi, so I'm definitely going to get a little bit of payment Fabulous. from my league. So I wanted to, you know, 
pay it forward and, you know, uh, support the people that supported me. So thank you guys for an amazing season. I heard you talking about McKinnon and that was my cue to call in. Sanchi, I needed to call in and see the 90s blankie and get some of those positive <laughs> vibes. Uh, and uh, I have, I'm going to go on a little bit. Of, I got to go. I'm going on a little bit of a deep dive here because it's a must win. I'm going against the best team. And if I can make it to the finals, I'm going to win a, like a couple thousand bucks. So give me Oof. about 30 seconds. I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah. No I'm gonna, I just no need to, so the, okay. I'm nervous because the game is tonight. Which defense do I go with? Do I go with uh, the Jaguar defense tonight or Tennessee defense on Saturday? Mm. I think I'm going with Tennessee. It's going to be really damn cold. I know Houston's been kind of coming out and playing really good against good teams. I don't think Tennessee's a good team. They might stop that. Uh, it's yeah, just, the, the Chiefs' the defense letter. last week struggled against them. It should have been a layup. Um, so, Spence, are, are you scared of Houston all of a sudden? Are they are they not necessarily an offense to target anymore with your, with your DST? Yeah, I think you could still target them. You know, it's just that, that game won't be as much of a weather game. That's that's a toss-up for me. I'd probably still lean Tennessee, though. Um, yeah, look- I agree. I'm I'm worried about the Malik Willis thing. If he throws the pick in the in their own zone, yeah, that's the only too. reason Houston has done anything is that they get the ball turned over and they score cheap touchdowns. But I think I'm going to go Tennessee because they're going to lean on Henry, and I got Henry, yeah, so yeah, it's going to be a big game for me. Yeah, that's a nice stack. Yeah, I'll let you know this that yeah. I am also okay, so. I, I'm also playing the Titans in a big semifinal matchup. I had the option to pick up either defense tonight. I'm still rolling with Tennessee, so we can ride or die together, buddy. I, I will say it was a coin flip for oh, me right. until you said you had Derrick Henry, and that's that's the tiebreaker for me. Is if I'm trying to go against the best team in the league and and I need some booms, I'm going for that defense running back stack. Okay, okay, and uh, thank you again, guys, for an amazing season. Uh, the questions that I ask you are such like toss ups. It's literally fifty fifty. And I always come with, cause I'm in such a deep league. Like I have three flexes. So I'm like digging at the bottom of the barrel here. So here's, so here's my tight ends. I need jo- Njoku or Juwan Johnson playing against each other in a, in the, in the lowest under over under who you got in Joku or Juwan Johnson. I'm going to kick this man. over to our, our uh, resident saints expert. For sure. Yeah. I think this will be more of a Taysom Hill game. I don't think Juwan will get his usual snap share. So give me Njoku. Oh, man, I'm disagreeing with nice. everything tonight. I actually <laughs> like Juwan Johnson. As soon as they said Olave was out, I thought Juwan Johnson was yeah, that's one, one, one of the better snaps, cheap but... one of the better cheap tight ends you can play. Uh, He's just been so shot, man. involved in that offense. I mean, I'm looking at his track record over the second half of the season, and it's, you know, there's a couple of swings and misses in there, as there is with every tight end who isn't, you know, Travis Kelsey at this point. And and sometimes Mark Andrews, even though he disappears every once in a while. But like looking at Juwan's output over the last, what is this, seven games? 15 points, one, 10, 10, 11, zero, 19. Like that's that's who he is in that offense is, is they need him if they are going to succeed against the Browns. So I am going to cast my vote for Juwan Johnson. I just, I like his role a little better in that offense. We're going against the Saints fan, yeah. Greg. What can go wrong? <laughs> Look, I, I feel like Spencer's uh, well, coming in tonight be... as like a 
like a bitter, like I feel like you guys went through a breakup. You and the Saints, you're coming in, you're oh, I'm pissed. I'm pissed. Yeah, crashing Kamara. Joan Johnson is being benched for David and Joku. You're very Joku's been good though. I mean, that's not to mean. I mean, that's not being bitter. That's just being real. I mean, in Joku, I mean, he's been okay, nice, but in Joku has been, he's been pretty solid. I'll say this: I'm also in another situation where I have. Hayden Hurst coming off the injury and Juwan Johnson. And at this point on Thursday night, it can always change, but I think I'm leaning Juana, man. I don't know why. Cause I, mean, I don't, I don't like Hayden Hurst. I'd probably go Juwan over Hurst. I feel like every time I put on red zone, Juwan Johnson's catching a touchdown. I'm just like, Oh, I is, love him. I tell you this. I mean, I do as a Saints fan, I really like Juwan Johnson. I'm just trying to, you know, keep it real from a fantasy standpoint, but no, since for real, week eight, Juwan Johnson him. <laughs> is the overall tight end five. Um, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the okay. kind of, that's the way that his second half of the season has been trending. Um, I can't even find a joke. I got one more, Gregory. Can I throw in one more and then I'll hang up and listen? Cause you guys, this is so helpful for me. I, I need to, cause I'll, I play against all my friends. So I don't want to ask my friends for advice. So they'll give me crap <laughs> advice. So totally that's get why that. I, I like the anonymous. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So last one, then I'll hang up and listen. One of the, thank you guys again. Have a great time watching the game tonight. I'm going to be following and I'll try to get catch you next week. Uh, whether it's Thursday night, I love the Thursday night action, but if not, I'll be following since I'm uh, the Patreon. I can, and I, I'm all subscribed. So last one, I'll hey, Joe, before, before you ask play. your question as a new supporter and our yeah. self-proclaimed number one fan, you have a preference between Thursday night and yeah. Saturday afternoon. Uh, no pressure. I love it both. You should do both, but oh, uh, hey, expand I, would, the fan I walked right I into do like that. being able to, <laughs> No, but I do like get, being able to get in the Thursday night action because these Thursday night games are super fluky. You can get a little bit screwed over, and I need your guys' feedback before that. So do I like know. the Thursday night, but honestly, it's up to you. I, I schedule my life around you guys. You're the talent. You're the you're the you know you're the oracle. You're the soothsayers. So wherever you go on, I'm following, and I'm gonna leave you guys with this. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so. I, I think I'm going to go. Okay. So the tight end thing, I can still play one of those tight ends. It's a three flex league. It's a third flex it's a potential tight end. So out of these two, uh, I need to, I need, give me two out of these three. I need, I need Josh Palmer, David and Joku or Drake London. I'm going to hang up and listen. You guys are the best. I'll talk to you guys. soon. All right. Thanks Joe. Appreciate you calling in. Appreciate you supporting the show. I'm glad thanks, to have Greg. you thanks, in our thanks, Patreon thanks, community. Thanks, All right. Man. Happy holidays, bro. Enjoy. You too. Happy holidays. Good luck tonight. Peace. Okay. So, gentlemen, who you like for his flex? While I, uh... He needed two out of three? Two out of he three. D- he, he did, yeah. Yeah, Palmer, London, and Joku. Give me Palmer and London, man. I'm not wanting no Joku, bro. Give me the receivers. <laughs> I, I think I so, like too. Inside, I don't like flex inside end. So, those are your three options. I know we said a big Chargers game last week. What the hell happened with that? Justin Herbert, get it together. But yeah. I, th- I think in Indy, they can bounce back. I think Palmer could find that pay dirt. I'm, I'm playing the receivers, too. I don't want to flex Najoku. Yeah, I mean, the Colts are a mess right now in, in every facet, pretty much, including their secondary against fantasy wide receivers. So um, I like Palmer this week as a flex. I like Drake London as a flex. And Joko, I didn't even like as a tight end in that head to head match. I don't want to flex Johnson. anyone. I don't want to flex anyone in that low over under ugly game period yeah 
Well, appreciate the call, Joe. Appreciate the questions. I hope we can help you through to the next round. And uh, we appreciate you supporting us, man. That's that's really cool. And I will say that when we first rolled out the Patreon, uh, I think that the far away dream was was to do two shows eventually and have one of the shows each week maybe be Patreon exclusive for our supporters uh, just to make sure we can answer all your guys' questions that you need. So that might be in our future at some point. Um, but for now, we're going to keep rolling through mailbags because we got about 17 minutes left on the show. 618-FANLINE, if anyone else wants to call in and join us on the air. Uh, where am I? Carter in New Jersey. <laughs> Brock Purdy or Deshaun Watson in Superflex? Carter, no. <laughs> oh, we got to be Purdy, Purdy. It's got to be Purdy. It's Purdy all day. Yeah, not, Purdy. We, we don't yeah, want Watson the weather. That. Yeah, yeah. That game is ugly. You gotta rock the Purdy one. Yeah, he's he's been a solid QB too, and and the ghost of Deshaun Watson's former potential faces a very tough Saints defense this week. Um, and a game with a thirty-one and a half point over under in bad weather. So stay away from that shit. <laughs> yeah, it for is real. It is, for real, it is Purdy. Tom in California. <laughs> We're rolling with Zay Jones over Hollywood Brown and Gabe Davis, right? Well, oh, man, that, that would be an that I would, would be a yeah, I would. Oh, Definitely well, yeah, a no-brainer. Hollywood have been poo-poo lately, so yeah, give me Zay. <laughs> don't remind me. <laughs> I mean, uh, at least so- that, that rain, you know, could affect it somewhat. But I feel like, you know, they might kind of switch it, like, with Sauce Gardner. Like, to where last week they got – the Jets got burned because they, Sauce Gardner played exclusively on DJ Chark. To where I think this week they might adjust that and have him kind of switch between Zay and Kirk to where, like, I think they'll both – have opportunities so yeah give me zay yeah i I think so too saunch were you gonna say it's a no-brainer if it wasn't for the weather it's a no-brainer if it wasn't for the the rough weather um yeah i I think that's the only reason i still still think you have to play zay jones forgive me gabe davis (laughs) no i think so too you did me one one finish above wide receiver 32 since week six uh, he's got a great matchup this week. I just you can't trust him in the playoffs when you have another he's, option that's been on fire. Uh, and that option say, is, is not Hollywood. Brown. Anyone against that Bears defense has a potential. Oh, to I, I'm not saying I would start Gabe Davis for sure, just not over Zay Jones. Hundred um, percent fair. I, like fair. I'm not picking up a waiver to stream over Gabe, but like we told people, conversely, Hollywood was somebody that we were saying go out of your way to avoid last week, and he did not prove us wrong, man. He's got three straight games with eight targets per game, but it's short targets from a backup to a backup quarterback right now. Uh, even when Kyler was on the field that first week with Hopkins back, um, he's just he's just getting short passes between the twenties. That's his role on this offense now as their secondary weapon. So uh, definitely not playing him. Um, Zay Jones, like, yes, he caught three touchdowns last week. And yes, that is very much unsustainable and fluky. But top eight finishes in three of the last four games, seven or more targets in each of the last five, uh, three games in that period with double digit targets and at least eight catches. Like the volume is real on a team with a very real passing game all of a sudden. And uh, that's the kind of stuff that we chase, not the three touchdowns, but everything around it. Um, like we talked about the change in the Jaguars offensive philosophy earlier with ETN and Zay Jones is on the opposite end of that change. He's the benefit. So um, I'm playing Jones in the bad weather. They've played football in the rain before they'll figure it out. Lawrence is shaping up to be something special. Like we all, we all thought he would. I mean, it, Urban it Meyer feels, year man, was a fluke, late, but late bloomers. I'm glad he's my dynasty QB T law. I'm glad Much he is love. Too. 
Heather in North Carolina in a half PPR league, Montgomery or Swift? Two question marks. That's how you know she means business. Um, Sanch, your guy here, Swift, you starting over over Monty? I am rocking him over Monty at Carolina. I think the Bills will be up huge. Um, is Herbert back for him? Is Herbert back yes. for the Bears this week? He he is designated to return. They did activate him. They're expecting him to be on a pitch count. As expected, but even if he wasn't, I just feel like the Bills will be up big in the, this game. I feel like anything is going to happen. If anyone's going to get these rushing yards for Chicago, it's going to be a huge fields game with his legs. Um, uh, Swift, he's been more and more involved with the offense, and I just really like this matchup at Carolina. Um, I'm, I'm leaning Swift here. I won't speak too much to this because I agree with you. It's Swift for me too. Uh, he's off the injury report, which has rarely happened this year, but he smashed when he was fully healthy. Um, he's not been seeing a heavy rushing workload, but he's averaging almost seven targets a game over the last four games, uh, which is great and half PPR. Um, Panthers defense, surprisingly strong against fantasy running backs over the last five weeks, uh, but I'm, I'm not afraid of them against a, a high-scoring Lions offense. Um, Dave Montgomery has been a beast over the last he's four been, weeks. He's been good. That game against Philly surprised everyone, I think. That was a yeah, really man. big Double- game from him. Double digit carries every week this year, except for two of them. He got hurt in one of those two. So he's, you know, not hurting for volume. He's the featured back on the run heaviest team in football. Four touchdowns in the last four games. But those games, like you said, coincided with Khalil Herbert being out. So, you know, I don't love the matchup this week. Herbert's going to be limited. So all of a sudden he's looking at a third of that rushing pie with Herbert and fields in a game where they're not going to be running a lot, even though they're going to try because they run the ball more than anybody. It's it's swift for me. Spence. Yeah, this is a really tough one to me. If it was full PPR, obvious with standard Monty, but since it's half PPR, uh, you know what? I've been a contrarian a lot on the tonight. I'll, I'll agree swift. I'll hey, we got one. <laughs> Cheers boys. There you go. That's probably the one we'll miss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, play Monty. We all said Swift. <laughs> Just kidding, Heather. We are we're all pros here. We know what we're doing. Philip in Massachusetts. Would you stream the Chargers or Chiefs defense this week? Um, I, I guess he's asking one or the other, and not saying would you stream either of them. Um, so Chargers yeah, I... have the Colts. Chiefs have the Seahawks. I think it's the Chargers. Um, in light of the the Colts quarterback situation, they've been very kind to opposing fantasy defenses this year. Yeah, Matt yeah, Ryan. For sure. I don't, I mean, I don't think it can get worse with Nick Foles, but we'll find out. Um, Saunch, who do you like here? I think I like the Chiefs at Arrowhead. Um, I I would have said that if they didn't whiff against Houston last week. That scared me. Yeah, their defense looks bad right now. It does. Gino's kind of, Gino's been on that decline, though. I feel like, I feel like he, I feel like he's going to make a few mistakes, but, you know. Gino with the weapons that he has scares me just enough to see a narrative where the Seahawks kind of keep up in a shootout with the chiefs. Cause I think it is going to be a high scoring game and I think Gino can, can keep them in it at least competitive. Um, I don't see that happening (laughs) with Nick Foles and the chargers Spencer, who do you like here? Yeah, I'll go with the chargers. I mean, it just, I don't really trust the, Goals to get much going, backup running backs, uh, fold backup quarterback, just just down bad. Seahawks at least they lost Lockett, but they still got Geno, Ken Walker, DK Metcalf. They still got pieces over there, and the Chiefs' defense has been really suspect. So yeah, I'll go with the Chargers. 
Would you pick up and play any of the defenses tonight over both of these teams? If you could? Oh, yeah, the Jets. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. What about uh, Tennessee th- at home against Houston? Uh, which we yeah, pro- I'd probably go Tennessee over these, yeah. I Just trying to get Phillips would, some options here. I think I would play the Chargers over Tennessee, but definitely Tennessee over the Chiefs. Yeah. I, th- I think I would play the Jets – and Titans over both these teams. And I think I'd pick the Chiefs over the Chargers. I'll be the the odd man out again. I have no issue with that. We'll see what happens. Good for you, Sasha. <laughs> Will in New York. Should I be comfortable starting Waller off of a game with three targets in his first game back? Uh, I also have Evan Ingram. So this question is essentially Waller or Ingram this week? Sanch, shaking your head. I think you have to play Evan Ingram, man. I really do. <laughs> this is where I, we're at. This is yeah, where I I'm at. I agree. Um, you got to go Ingram. It's just oh, three targets in the game that had a lot of points. I just – I he might still be banged up. And Ingram, um, as I said three times on this Hot show, you, you got to stay in the flames. And it's Lawrence's safety blanket. He he has the trust and chemistry with him. And I, I, as I said, I love them over 40 yards. I mm-hmm. think he has a chance to get way more. Uh, I think you have to rock Ingram. Yeah, so they they start in about 20 minutes. Um, The Raiders have the Steelers. I don't think I mentioned that. Um, Darren Waller has played five games this year, uh, which sucks. The usage concern this week is very legit uh, between coming off of an injury and competing for targets with Devontae Adams, which obviously has not been the case in years past when he's been putting up elite fantasy numbers. He's just... He's just so good. <laughs> it's just so good. Like his touchdown last week, even though he only got three targets, it wasn't like a goal line fade where he just like was bigger than everybody and fell into the end zone with the ball. It was like a long breakaway catch, 25 yards. Like most tight ends in the league can't do that. Where um, was this in New York, Evan? Where was I'm, ta- dropped- I'm talking about I'm talking about Waller. Um, oh, well, either. Well, regardless, where was this in New York, Evan? You dropped Evan Ingram, everything. Evan Ingram, the unstoppable. Uh, now has three straight games with double digit points and half PPR. One of those games obviously was a 35, 34 point explosion. Um, I feel like everybody was afraid to chase it last week, but then he had a second straight game with double digit targets, eight catches. Like, is he another one of those legit beneficiaries of the new passing offense in Jacksonville? I, th- I think he might be, and I'm starting him over Darren Waller. There's just, it's just there's just too many things that scare me about Waller's situation this week. Um, wild. I mean, we we could see a situation, yes, where Engram catches, you know, seven, Waller catches two, and Waller still has the better fantasy game. But I I think that I would still feel good about the process of the decision of starting Engram in that case. I'm I'm chasing the volume and the role in a recently successful passing offense. So hundred percent. Uh, Will, if you're listening right now, go ahead and swap in Evan Ingram. You have about 20 minutes. <laughs> Clock's ticking, bud. So that was the last of our um, football-related mailbag questions. We do have one bonus that came in over Instagram today from Herbs91. He wants to know what the best best Christmas gift we ever got was. And I think this is a fun one to close out the show. Um, the best Christmas gift I ever got was when the Bears fired Mark Trestman in 2014, about two days after Christmas. That was that was a, a source of joy in my life. I hated Mark Trestman. I thought that whole era was, that whole coaching regime was just useless. And it was one of those situations where like each and every week they were coming out the coaching staff and throwing the players under the bus and talking about like, well, our game plan was great. It was just, we need better execution. And I was like, 
how are you going to lead a team like that? Uh, they drafted bad, they coached bad, they played bad. Not that we've had any more success since then, but at least like, I feel like I haven't been pulling my hair out as much. So I don't miss Mark Trussman. I remember like yesterday, the Bears fired him like December 29th-ish. And that for me was was a holiday miracle. Uh, probably not really in the spirit of the question being asked here, but it was the Christmas gift I remember the most from the universe. And I've been stalling to give you guys time to think. Sanchi, you have if a favorite Christmas gift? If we're talking football Christmas gifts, it's got to be when my anything. boy... It's got to be when my boy Victor Cruz towards the Jets oh. on Christmas Eve because you know how it gets around here with the Giants and the Jets fans. You want those bragging rights. Victor Cruz on Christmas Eve. Uh, Jets were actually winning in that game. That changed the momentum, and that's when we, we had a huge run. You you, you know the rest. Um, that's physical a good one. gifts, it's got to be my PlayStation 2, man. Oh. That PS, such a special console to me. Come see me on the NFL street. I'm taking all challengers. Um it doesn't get I mean, much better than PS2. The best, the best gifts ever are video game gifts, right? And toys and stuff. And I feel like we hit a certain age where all of a sudden, like Christmas gifts were all bangers when we were kids. And then we hit a certain age where it was like, man, I need like a Home Depot gift card and like <laughs> socks. And, I could just uh, buy this stuff myself. I'm, yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah, when you get your twenties, it's like, yeah, it's, it's Halloween not the lost the magic when I realized I could walk to like Walgreens and buy bags of candy, and then Christmas <laughs> lost the magic when I got on Amazon. I was like, I can get myself anything I want. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, Spence, what was your favorite Christmas gift? Yeah, I'd say I'll answer both football and, and physical. Uh, football related. I'd say the Alvin Kamara six touchdown game on Christmas. That was pretty insane. That's a good uh, one. Against the Vikings, whooped that ass, six tugs. Like, was, <laughs> quite the that show. Was, that was insane. There's no yep. other way to put it. Yeah, helped me win a fantasy championship. The Instagram Experts League, actually. Shout out that to was, all the guys in there. You know, fantasy expert, fantasy state of mind. The fantasy trying to squeeze couch. in. A lot of OGs, drops. some OGs in that league, bro. Uh, analyst is in that nation. A big ups to all their beasts. You know, there's some heavy hitters in that joint, so. Yeah, that, that yeah, that was really fun getting to win that title. I think that was Smitty still in there. Smitty's, yeah, Smitty's in, there. in it. Yep, yep. So yeah, that's, that's a, a good. There's a heavy hitter league right there. That's yes, that's it, one yes, you can indeed. brag about for a while if you win. Yes, indeed. Yeah, I still brag about it. Yeah, I won 2020. I'm still bragging about it. And I mean, that six TD game was one of the most legendary performances in the history of fantasy football. Like just because of the timing of it, and yeah, it's brought so many people the titles. Yeah, it was pretty dope. I remember a lot of people were donating money to like his charities and stuff after that with their winnings. It was cool. Um, you have a favorite uh, physical gift? Oh yeah, the fa- yeah I gotta say with video games. Yeah, I never I got the NASCAR game and like I mm. forgot what year, but that I, I was addicted to that shit, man. I would just play. <laughs> I, my dad would be still playing a damn game. I'm like, yes, I'm trying to get this. I to learn a new track. Damn it! Like I was like so obsessed with that. Uh, Physical gift oh, for me. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> my my now wife at the time we were just dating got us tickets to see Coldplay and Jay Z in New York City on New Year's Eve, uh, which was insane. So that was probably the best Christmas gift I ever got. Uh, honorable That's a crazy mention concert, man. Coldplay it was the and Jay Z. It was so good, and that was like right around the time they put out like a, a collab song together. They put out a version of uh, Coldplay song "Lost" where Jay Z did a verse on it, and it was it was just sick. Um, That's awesome. Shout out to if this was a Thanksgiving gift question. I remember early on when my wife and I started dating, we went to a family Thanksgiving party and it was Bears Packers. And it was the 
week that they were retiring or like unveiling a, a Brett Favre statue and retiring his jersey number in Green Bay. And the Bears, for some reason, they were like two and 12, went in and won that game. And that was the closest I've ever been to seeing the Bears win a Super Bowl. Like that was it for me. And that's, my wife was like, you need right. to go talk to your family, be social. I was like, you don't understand. <laughs> the Bears aren't <laughs> supposed to be winning this game. That's the best day of my life. That was Jay Cutler taking down Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay on national television. And everybody was just so pissed about it. Smoking Jay. My earliest Thanksgiving, man. My earliest Thanksgiving memory was definitely the Moss game. I was so Mm. young. But I just remember, like, my whole family going crazy. And I was like, what's going on? They're like, this guy, Randy Moss, remember him. He's (laughs) like, this guy's good. good. That's a good intro to Thanksgiving football. That's uh up there with the OBJ catch on Thanksgiving. I'm still pretty sure that was Thanksgiving. We talked about that a few weeks ago. I'm like 90 sure. I don't no, know. Man. We'll, we'll figure it, was... it out. We'll figure it out. Well, that was the last of our mailbag questions. This was fun. I'm going to wrap this up so people can go watch some football in 15 minutes. Spencer, thanks for doing this with us, man. You want to take one more chance to plug your IG here before we wrap up? Yeah, sure, man. At Spencer the Guru, you know, check it out. It's lit over there. We're live usually every day. We might have to do Saturday. We might have to try to squeeze in a Christmas Eve live. And there's a lot of games popping off. And so, so yeah, we're live. You know, we have rankings and stuff on there. And then DMs. It, it, it goes down in the DMs, y'all. We got all my, like, the, you know, the Guru Nation, you know, loyalists are always, like, asking me stuff through there, which is which is cool because like, I just – a lot of times I'm like, if they comment, I'm like, ah, oh, like, forget about it. Or if he hit mm-hmm. me, like, directly, I can usually get to it. So, uh, so yeah, that's Spencer the Guru, y'all. And for those uh, betting degenerates out there, I know y'all are out there. Make sure to check out bet.nola.com. There you have it. At Spencer the Guru on Instagram. He's worth the follow. He's one of our favorites. Dude, thank you again for doing this. Uh, We'll be live next week at some point. We will announce again on social. I don't know if it's going to be New Year's Eve. I don't know if it's going to be another weeknight. We'll figure it out. We'll let you know. Keep an eye on our socials at Fantasy Fanline. If you don't already follow us, that's where you can get the most recent updates. Um, Subscribe and stream us each show, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, wherever you want us. You got us. Uh, We're also on your favorite podcast platform visit our website, fantasyfanline.com for a schedule and uh, to submit questions to our mailbag. If you can't join us live, you guys know this drill by now, patreon.com slash fantasyfanline. That's where you can support us. We welcome the new supporter today. Big day for us. We're stoked about it. And uh, we we hope to have you on there uh, as well. If you're enjoying our product, that is what keeps our show afloat. That First off, you value. Up. Hold on. Oh, it that is filling up, man. Up. Yeah, we, we're, uh, we're going to have enough for that listener league after all next season. I'm excited. We'll get a few get a few experts in there. We'll see if we can twist Spencer's arm, maybe get him to play with y'all. Just one question before the sign off. Spencer, you're coming back next year, right? We love to have you on. Oh, on the show? Oh, hell yeah. Of course. Yeah. That's what I like to hear. Now it's official. (laughs) Until then, brother. Until then. For Sanchi Value, for Spencer the Guru, I am Greg Scalera. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you next time on Fantasy Fan Line. Goodbye, everybody. Enjoy Thursday Night Football.